0: And welcome back to another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the noon report, we give you direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are, as always, Jason McGuire at New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gere at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Well, gentlemen, another busy week at the capitals, but before we get to that, Michael. I want to start with you, get your reaction to that uh, not guilty verdict at the Mark Houck trial in Philadelphia. By now, a lot of you have heard his name, the pro-life activist who had a couple dozen armed FBI agents show up at his front door last fall. Michael, what's the message this acquittal sends?
1: Well, hopefully it will send a strong message to the Biden administration and the Merrick Garland Department of Justice that they need to stop targeting pro-life citizens across America. This Mark verdict was a wonderful vindication number 1 of his constitutional right to do pro-life activism, but it also was a vindication of those who said this was a weaponization of federal law to go after pro-lifers.
0: Yeah, uh, a lot of folks are saying the real story here wasn't the acquittal, it was the fact that this thing even went to trial, cost about a half million dollars in taxpayer money. Local prosecutors threw it out, but yet the Justice Department went forth with this.
1: And when we think about the atrocious crime rate and the murders and drive-by shootings and violence that's happening in the city of Philadelphia. The fact that the federal government chose this little incident that happened in front of the Planned Parenthood clinic to spend all this money and to take all of this effort, including that over-the-top arrest in front of Mark's family, mm. uh, just shows, again, the weaponization of the Biden administration to go after the pro-life movement and try to silence people. But we will not be silenced.
0: Yeah. A big week in Albany this week. Jason, Governor Hochul taking the wraps off a more than $200 billion budget. That's right? Billion with a B. What's most concerning in this spending plan to you other than the uh, price tag? Well, you know, a number of things we're watching. One, I
1: think we will again see the expansion of abortion services come out of this budget. Uh, You're going to see more taxpayer funding of abortion, more out-of-state abortions being funded. So there's obvious concern there. But a little known but broader issue deals with really the state takeover of local land control. There is this plan to force local municipalities to add one to three percent of new housing in each of those localities. And if the locals do not want that, the state is now taking the authority to override uh, local land control policies. That's really problematic with Albany pushing itself into our small towns.
0: Yeah, and that's all part of this 800,000 new homes by the end of the decade, correct?
1: it is. And again, uh, we're going to probably see this be more uh, developments and apartment-type buildings rather than single-family homes, which just doesn't fit uh, much of what it looks like across the state.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mark Rossi is a name that's well-known in Harrisburg these days, Michael. The House Speaker is vowing to stay on as Speaker, even after those three special elections next week where uh, the Democrats could take control of that chamber. How? How? How much is the dysfunction in the house right now his fault?
1: Well, a good portion of it, he kind of diverted from his own caucus to take this role as speaker in a backroom deal that was made with some Republicans. He vowed to become an independent, and then shortly after he was elected speaker, then he reneged on that vow and reneged on a number of promises that he made to get that post. Now he's saying that he wants to stay as speaker, even as the Democrats are likely to take the majority with the special elections. But it remains to be seen whether their caucus can get behind him, whether they'll go with Joanna McConnell. Clinton, the leader right now, and who we thought would become Speaker when the Democrats take majority, or maybe the Republicans' insiders maybe think they have something up their sleeves to try to find somebody else who can uh, be a more friendly Speaker to the Republican views.
0: Last we checked, the doors of the House were still locked, right? Nobody allowed in? Yeah,
1: that's right. Not till uh, February 27th, I think, is the date that he said they're going to start doing the people's business. It's been an amazing spectacle and one that I think... uh, Pennsylvanians should be troubled by and the legislature should be embarrassed by.
0: Yeah, Well, this story broke this week as well, Jason. The SUNY system, all 64 campuses now required uh, to teach a class on racial equity. Freshman students must take it and must pass it before they can graduate. John King, the new chancellor, is all for this. Uh, many are calling this nothing more than critical race theory. What's your reaction?
1: Yeah, you know, we're concerned about it. Again, this is a mandated class that every student is going to have to take. Uh, it is hard to see it anything else other than some form of indoctrination or propaganda when it is the, the State University of New York forcing this type of a woke agenda on every single student coming through their system.
0: Uh, and this is um, using other names, but it's basically the same thing that critical race theory, isn't it? Yeah, you know, we we hear this
1: uh, phrase of, you know, DEI and other things, and and we're often told, well, that only occurs at the college level. Well, we're talking about the college level here. This really is that critical race theory that's that's having an impact. It's important to remember, when you look at these types of issues, we're not talking about simply having tolerance for one another. It is now a matter of forcing this agenda onto a future generation of students that are now coming into the world.
0: All right, we'll see how that sells on a lot of SUNY campuses, I'm sure, some of those administrators aren't going to like that, but here it is nonetheless. Michael, uh, State Senator Doug Mastriano says drag shows should be out of the view of children. Uh, He wants them zoned as adult establishments. Is there much appetite in Harrisburg for this legislation?
1: Well, that remains to be seen, but I think there's a lot of appetite for this legislation across the state because parents and adults generally seeing what the kids are being exposed to with these drag queen story hours, with the schools that are bring, bringing in these performers to do sexually explicit dances and other performances in front of children is something that Pennsylvanians don't, I think, generally accept or think is, is wise or helpful. So Senator Mastriano's legislation is very timely given what's been happening in Pennsylvania, but whether or not there's going to be movement on that legislation remains to be seen especially with the deadlock legislature and the locked house of representatives
0: yeah i had to do a double take on this one jason a 743 percent increase in illegal border crossings from canada since just october uh, new york state borders canada last i checked so this is i think a big story in new york any idea who these people are or why they are allowed to cross over like that with impunity
1: you know bob i don't i can't t- exactly who these people are, but we are concerned. You know, we're seeing a soft border in the south and now we're seeing this uh, border that just looks like Swiss cheese at the northern border as well. Uh, It is a concern because it deals with the sovereignty of a nation. If a nation cannot secure its borders, can it really have secure lands?
0: Yeah, good point. Uh, Michael, state rep Joe Webster, Democrat, says, hey, we want better schools, we need good school boards, and maybe we should start paying our school board members. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, my first thought when I saw this proposal was there are some school board members who I'd love to pay and there are others that I'd like to tax yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but in reality uh, you know I think the Pennsylvania General Assembly went to a full-time legislature back in the late 70s with the idea that a professional legislature would be something beneficial and provide better service that has not proven to be true and I think the notion of professionalizing school board members uh, is not a good idea either quite frankly the, the whole notion of what school boards are supposed to be is a cross section of the community the butcher the baker the candlestick maker doctors others other members of the community who come in as volunteers to really be a voice for the people in that community to help the schools do the right thing for kids and families yeah
0: there's something to be said about saving that whole idea of volunteer service isn't there uh and and then finally jason i know you're excited about this it has been a long time the first in-person legislative day is going to be happening this year a little later than in years past but nonetheless, it is back Tuesday, May 23rd. Tell us what that day is all about. Yeah, Bob. We're looking at
1: moving legislative day from what has been March to May twenty third this year. It's the first time since twenty nineteen we've been able to have the event, and I'm expecting fifteen hundred Christians from across the state to come out. One thing that people have told us over the last three years that they miss is it is the one day a year where they feel like they are not alone in New York. Yeah. They see like minded individuals who share their values. So I encourage folks to save the date for May twenty
0: third uh, this conference in Albany, New York. All right. Will that be in the same place? as the the previous conferences have been? Same location. All right. And if folks want to register for that, I don't know if that window's open yet, but where can folks go online, Jason, and find out more?
1: Yeah, the window's not open yet. We'll open in mid-February, but it'll be at newyorkfamilies.org.
0: And stay informed on all the issues you've heard today from Pennsylvania. Michael, you have a wonderful website, too. What is that?
1: pafamily.org.